Hi, this is D.H. Dawkins Sr., lead pastor of Praise Tabernacle International. Thank you for tuning in on today's podcast. We hope that it will be inspiring, empowering, and enlightening to you, most of all impactful to your growth and your journey in faith. Um, I want to speak to you this morning from a very important um, topic. I think it's necessary that we understand the power of our words, especially in this season. It's, it's key that we understand how to use the words that we have, how to use the authority in our mouth. And it's po- Proverbs 18 and 21. We've quoted this and, and abided by it in so many settings that the power of life and death is in the tongue. And I'm literally, I believe we are all literally surrounded by words, maybe even millions of words, but I'm not the only one. I know that there are many of you and like myself, the average person probably uses 60,000 words daily, as it's been said, Uh, in a profession where talking is the main course of action as a teacher, as a preacher. There are times that I look forward to having nothing to say and having to hear nobody say anything. Um, I live for those moments at times of silence where I don't play any music. I don't want to hear any conversation because I'm surrounded by words. Uh, the stats say that the average person uses 60,000 words daily, which is equivalent of writing a 60-page book every day. Words are common. Words are everywhere. However, just because they are common and everywhere doesn't mean that words are not important. As we read in our text, Proverbs 18, 21, there is power in the mouth, in the tongue, the power of death and life. And I think we forget just how much words actually matter. And it isn't just the words we say, but also the ones we listen to as well. I've discovered that whoever has your ear has access to your soul and your destiny. That is why we are told in scripture that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. The words we listen to and entertain set up in our heart. And can anyone else remember the lyrics to a song that you learned when you were much younger? The lyrics linger. In that manner, words linger. And that is why it matters who you listen to. By the way, the power found in words is not determined or based on whether the words are true. They can be false words and still have power. Untrue words have the same power of life and death in them. The power is in the words. And that is why God can use words to create and the enemy can use words to destroy. So you got to learn to discern. It's absolutely essential that we learn to discern. We are told that the sheep know the voice of the shepherd. But how many of us choose to listen to another voice that is speaking death and damnation and destruction and defeat because we don't discern the source of the words, we see the fruit of those words come to pass in our life. We are tasked with discerning who is saying what. Our life depends on our ability to learn to discern. The perfect example is found in Genesis. If Eve would have never listened to the serpent, then she would have never fallen. If she had learned to discern whose voice she was listening to, then it would have made all the difference. We know that God is always speaking, but but what we need to learn is that the devil talks too. The Genesis account also shows us that the discerning uh, when the enemy is speaking is not always an easy task. So we must listen carefully and 
prayerfully. That is why I think it is so important to identify the words that the devil has in his dictionary. I'm convinced that the devil only uses a few words to keep us defeated. He knows how to leverage these words and he reuses them century after century, generation after generation. He repeats these same words and they are dangerous words to live by. One of the most dangerous words the enemy uses is the title of this sermon. Never. Never. One word. I think one of the most dangerous words that he uses against us is that word never. Let's go to the story of Abraham and Sarah. Uh, the enemy uses one word to impact history. In Genesis 15 and 1, it says, after all these things, this word of God came to Abram in a vision. Don't be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward will be grand. Verse 5 of Genesis 15, then he took him outside and said, look at the sky. Count the stars. Can you do it? Count your descendants. You're going to have a big family, Abram. Then in Genesis 16, 1 to 3, Sarai, Abram's wife, had not yet produced a child. She had an Egyptian maid named Hagar. Sarai said to Abram, God has not seen fit to let me have a child. Sleep with my maid. Maybe I can get a family from her. Abram agreed to do what Sarai said. So Sarai, Abram's wife, took her Egyptian maid, Hagar, gave her to her husband, Abram, as a wife. Skip on down to Genesis 18, 9 to 12. The men said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? He said, in the tent. One of them said, I'm coming back about this time next year. When I arrive, your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Now, wait a minute. I had my plan and God had his. Because Sarah did not see the promise of God come to pass. She put her hand in it, got involved, meddled in it. But notice it did not stop the original plan of God from coming. So Sarah's listening at the tent opening just behind the man. Abraham and Sarah were old by this time. Very old, the Bible said. Sarah was for, for past, far past the age of having babies. Sarah laughed within herself. She said, old woman like me get pregnant with this old man of a husband. Abraham receives a promise from God. However, because time passed, between the promise and its fulfillment, Abraham and Sarah become convinced that they will never see God's promise come true. Sarah comes to the conclusion that she will never have a child. So they make a choice based on the word never. That has created decades and centuries of war, hate, and death. That one word has impacted the world. The same word can impact your world too. What has the enemy said would never happen in your life? What promise has God made to you that has not come to pass? And all you can hear now is never, never. The word never is dangerous because if you believe that never, then like Abraham and Sarah, you will take matters into your own hands and make long lasting mistakes. By using the word never, the enemy often convinces us that the temporary is eternal. So we make mistakes that have permanent consequences. It's clear from Ecclesiastes that everything happens in seasons. In other words, what is happening in one season may not necessarily be happening in the next season. But the enemy uses the word never to convince us that our season will always be as it is. He uses the word to try to convince us that what we face today, we will always face. 
even though what we face is only temporary and possibly even for our good often because it's uncomfortable it's undesired it's unwanted we become convinced that it will never change we allow the enemy to cause us to make mistakes and and we do a not now for never we begin to mistake not now as if it means never not yet we begin to misinterpret it as if it means never we got to decide who has the final say you got to determine who gets to give you a final word oh bless his name the word never is a final word it speaks to impossibility it speaks to a life sentence it speaks to permanence it literally means under no condition it speaks to forever some words are open-ended like maybe or or perhaps or or potentially but never is a final word the enemy would like to give you a final word we must determine that the only final word we will believe and embrace is a final word that comes from the lord come on somebody say yes to that Come on, open up your mouth and give God praise for that. The truth is that God can break the power of the enemy's final word by simply changing that one letter in the word in your life. He can set you free from the finality of never by giving you a life-giving final word like ever. Uh Uh-huh, ever. Drop the end off of it. Take the negativity out of it. Take the naivety out of it. Take the nearsightedness out of it. And never becomes ever. Uh Uh-huh, he can change I will never be free to I won't ever be bound. Yes, Lord. He'll change I will never have enough. uh, And it can become I won't ever be without. I will never be happy can turn to I won't ever be downcast. I will never change can become I won't ever be the same let God take the finality of what the devil told you you could never do and for some of you you're the ones that are echoing it you have said I will never do such and such but today you have permission oh bless his name you have permission to do what you said you would never do I need you to grab hold of that by faith you have the permission to trust God and actually accomplish that which you thought you could never do. God has given you what you need pertaining to life and godliness and you can do all things through Christ. Hallelujah! You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Would you just look at somebody and say, I can do whatever. I can do whatever he calls me to do. I can be whatever he called me to become. I I can accomplish whatever he's called me to do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I need a praise right there come on lift up your praise open up your mouth wherever you are and give God a praise silence that devil silence the liar that he is open up your mouth wherever you are and begin to echo what God already said begin to announce what God has already said you're the head and not the tail you're above and not beneath you're a lender not a borrower you're in front and not behind the water can't drown you the mountain can't stop you the fire can't burn you the lion can't kill you and you will be who God called you to be somebody say yes Lord hallelujah to the Lamb of God somebody's still praising God I'll see you back there I see you, you're still giving God praise. Somebody said, I needed this word today. 
I needed this confession over my life. I needed to be able to walk in the confession and the promise of God. If God said it, we don't need your election. We don't need your vote. That settles it. You can bank on it. When the Lord speaks, let all the earth keep silent. It is so. Let the church say amen. Glory to the Lamb of God. I was young, but now I'm a little older. But I never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. Say, yeah, I seen. I got a close, but I'm getting happy about my own life. The lightning flashing, I heard the thunder roll. Seen uh, sin breakers dashing, uh, trying uh, to conquer my soul, uh, but I heard uh, the voice of Jesus uh, telling me uh, to fight on uh, because He promised. I said He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. Uh, put it in the comments. Uh, I'm not out here by myself. If God called me here, he's equipped me for it. He's accompanying me here. He's graced me here. He said, Lord, I'll be with you. Always to the very end. Preach on, Dawkins. Doing the best I can with an online crowd. Somebody say, yeah. Never take it out of your vocabulary. Stop letting the devil lie. Never is no longer in the contract. But he's able. And because he's able, he ain't through with you yet. If you ain't dead, God ain't done. This is just the beginning of another chapter. Open up your mouth. Give God praise. Yes. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared. I will somebody hear would lay a hold to the promise of God and hold on like your life depends on it. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but I, 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 I choose to remember the name of the Lord. For the name. God bless you. Woo! He called my I drive that out of you. I drive fear out of you. I pray that off of you. You have the DNA of God the Father inside of you. Stand up like David. Tell Saul, you said I never, but God said I can. Tell your brothers, 
You said I never, but God said I can. I don't need your armor. I got God's permission. I don't need your armor. I got my own vibe. I got my own grace. Use that sling, David, and wipe the liars out. He said you never do it, but now everybody knows because God is. You are. You're able. Woo! I got a quick dance on that. I need somebody real quick. We ain't gonna dance long, but just take 60 seconds and dance on the devil's head. Let him know you should have killed me when you had me. But since I'm here, I'll remind you that you're never, never worked. seconds on this Thanksgiving Sunday whatever you said never to drop the negativity and change your vocabulary God bless you stay tuned you're in overtime now I knew you'd dance past 60 seconds. Don't hurt yourself. Move that coffee table. Pick them up and put them down. Woo! Praise him. Oh, put your hand together. Put your feet on the floor. Let the Holy Ghost move from the pulpit to the door. Put your hand together. Put your feet on the floor. Let the Holy Ghost move from the...